Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic Indie Creator interview. It's your Cape Crusader Code, and we're keeping it geekly with our returning guest, Martin Kupski. We're here to break down the foretold Westmark legacy from his awesome indie game uh, development, excuse me, developing studio, Nodbrim Interactive. And man, I've had the chance to play this. We're watching me play this right here, and this was fun. Uh, I really have not had the opportunity to get into uh, a lot of like card games, so this was was a different experience for me uh and man i had i had a blast uh and you said there were some elements uh that i quite didn't get to experience so i'm experienced to kind of, or i'm excited to dive into those but before we do uh let's begin with the basics martin let's start off with uh, who you are and how you got into creating indie games yeah i'm martin yeah hello <laughs> i uh i started off as a visual effects artist in the movie industry so that was totally different, but I've always wanted to work with games. So slowly but surely, I kind of nudged myself into the, the gaming, the game development sphere. Uh, then I met Christopher, uh, like another project that we worked on. That project didn't really go as planned. So we started our own company, which is Nodbrim. And that's kind of where we, I think it was 2015, founded the company and set off to kind of do turn-based games as a, like a, try to do something different in the genre because a lot of games are very similar. Uh, there's a lot of copy-pasting when it comes to game design. So I, I love to experiment with new new ideas and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. uh, the Fortode is kind of one step in the right direction when it comes to kind of making something different so i haven't played a whole lot of different card games uh of this nature you know what what exactly are you guys doing that's setting this game apart from the others uh the others are i, I don't want to talk crap about others but like yeah <laughs> the, the usual gist of it all is like you have your deck you're building that deck but that deck consists of different abilities or attacks and stuff like that. Uh, what we're doing differently is instead of chugging attacks at the enemy, you're chugging cards at a problem on the board. So you're having a board that you're kind of trying to solve the, the layouts and trying to lock in numbers at the bottom instead of doing an attack. So once you lock things in, the attack kind of activates and Whatever it is, it applies to you or the enemy. Uh, so, are are we going to experience the experiences for a lot of different like actions within the game, or is it going to be something where like everything you do is going to be determined by uh, the you know the layout of the cards? It's not just the cards. I mean, it, it's it all matters of like what items you bring into combat, uh, and not just the cards in your hands because uh, the cards themselves are kind of the random element of it all. Mm -hmm. And then within uh, the items, you have a little bit more control on how to kind of deal with the enemies and stuff like that. And also we have the leveling system, which we call Persona, and it's based on three different types uh, where you have mind, body, and soul. The mind is like the tinker, the strategist kind of player and then the body is like brute forcing the barbarian kind of type where you want to do a lot of damage and then the soul is like the the, the mischievous kind of spell person and I'm, I'm seeing necromancers but like it's uh, a little bit more than that mm -hmm. so 
we have those three types and then the player can basically mix and choose between those as they go along and create their own kind of weird mix of what kind of persona they want to be so what type of cards can we expect to find is it just going to be the ones that i experienced within the demo like the different oh, modifiers yeah. or are there going to be like a whole b bunch of different ones uh, we have a, a whole bunch of cards that aren't in the demo so there's going to be a lot of different uh, like base cards which are the base deck that you have now so they're going to be more than the ones we have already and uh, on top of that there's going to be tons of different spell cards that are going to have different ways of manipulating the board and even manipulating the enemy and yourself and stuff like that so it's uh, not just the, the little uh, like small piece you, you have in the demo so i mean we were talking backstage as well you you mentioned there's a possibility of even dying during you know uh playing cards and and laying them down so what type of you know battling and fighting can we expect to see Oh yeah, like uh, the enemies can do a lot of weird stuff to towards you, not just damage, they can apply curses and stuff like that, that uh, can be permanent in some cases, where you, <laughs> like permanent curses can be removed, but like they have to be like manually removed with uh, consumable items or something like that. So if you have, a, you're stuck with a cons like a curse, you're, you have to kind of deal with that every time you go into battle because you can't really get rid of it until after the combats so to speak so you can only really, use items in in the map basically i really like uh the different mechanics you guys added within this what type of uh i mean meta can we expect to find is there gonna be like a one deck rules them all type of scenario in this or are you guys gonna set it up in a way where you can approach it with different like methods yeah our plan is the to use those personas so you have the three different methods to go about but you can mix them however you want to kind of find the optimal kind of uh, mixture for yourself some people like to go all in like really hard hitting and then just do the life leech on the side so you don't mm -hmm. get like totally drained and some other people do like a lot of mind because they like the control on the board and then you get like the the, the soul aspect where you can just uh, drain your health and then boost your damage because you're you're leeching yourself to be more powerful. Uh, I love that though. Like you know, it's take a little self damage to uh, yeah, 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 yeah. To, to make the uh, DPS skyrocket. You know, <laughs> we call it bloodletting because you're kind of just draining yourself of health and you know, making yourself more strong. No, that is awesome. So yeah. The art in this, the music in this, the voice acting in this is just next level. I love just how everything is like so in sync. Can we talk a little bit about uh, the, the whole entire creative team behind it? So yeah, the, the founding guys, it's me and Christopher. We've been going at it for several years now. Uh, he's doing all the programming, the tech stuff, and I'm doing all the art, uh, all the game design and story and all that stuff. Uh, we've added in uh, Magnus is doing the sound design and uh, most of the music actually uh, he's a, he's a freelancer kind of joining the team and uh, as well as uh, also who's doing uh, editing with me on the story so we get a nice dialogue flow and everything <laughs> because I'm uh, well I'm not really English in that sense so I like it's nice to have someone British kind of coming in and kind of helping me with the, the actual accent stuff like uh, specific 
phrases and things like that. So wh where does this game take place? You know, like what 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 type of environment were you guys aiming for? I actually got a question yesterday about like yeah, Herbert is speaking about London in the game and we're clearly not in London. And uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking about dollars in the game. So, yeah, the, 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 the game is about Bournemouth, the town of Bournemouth, which is uh, situated on the east coast uh, of in the U.S. I haven't really told exactly where it is, so it's like a little bit vague. But uh, mm -hmm. we're in the U.S. There's a British guy in the U.S. That's kind of the, the, the setup. <laughs> so the, I can tell you about the story, actually. So the, you play as Herbert Westmark. He's uh, uncle to Theodore Westmark, which was uh, a character from the last game. You don't need to play the last game in order to enjoy this one. Just saying. So... Uh, Basically, Herbert is there to, he's the sole heir of the Westmark estate, so he's going in to sign some papers, get some money and whatnot to kind of, yeah, just get that done and get back home. Uh, <laughs> doesn't go as planned, though. So um, uh, also we find out that uh, he's stuck with uh, something uh, that is like a parasitic demon uh, mm -hmm. called Ambrose. He's always nagging and being like uh, the annoying partner <laughs> always uh, complaining or uh, commenting whatever you're, you're doing in the game mm -hmm. so um, you're kind of there you're finding out that uh, it's not really as uh, you expected Bournemouth is kind of a weird place uh, people here are kind of odd and don't behave normally uh, and yeah it's like stuff is going kind of awry and people are going missing in this place so uh, you're here to kind of investigate what, what, what's going on and kind of <laughs> get to this state before you, you know, like get. Yeah, I mean, you only have your estate. That's kind of where you're going throughout the mm -hmm. whole game. No, I, I, on the east, so. I had a blast playing it as well. Uh, you guys are currently running a Kickstarter, and I know we were talking backstage. Unfortunately, you don't think you're going to hit that mark within the next 70 hours. Uh, we're still going to take a look at it, though, maybe to get a better understanding of maybe how this game operates and you know what you guys offered on the Kickstarter. And while we're doing it, we can kind of talk about you know what's some of the next steps for you uh, afterwards. So let's go ahead and pivot right over. And then while you guys are watching, we have J. Michael Miller saying, I, I like the art. Yes, the art is gorgeous. Uh, that was one of my favorite things. Plus the, the voice acting i just thought yeah, the, the voice, voice acting act i'm i'm super happy and like so proud of the the actors we've got on board like the whole whole like crew that's got a joined team is mm -hmm. really nice so the we main have a actor who plays herbert is like super talented like he plays both herbert and ambrose oh wow yeah we have a uh, CM Holy saying uh, what up from uh, Twitch as well. Thank you uh, for stopping in, Chris. So we're looking at the foretold uh, Westmark Legacy. Survive to investigate another day in this gothic horror adventure card game. Currently at eleven thousand three hundred and sixty-four dollars of a twenty-four thousand seven hundred and sixty-two dollar goal with two hundred and sixty-two backers and seventy hours left to go with Project We Love. And I know you know you said uh, you. you Kind of feeling like you're you're probably not going to make it, but still some really good numbers. Eleven thousand dollars, two hundred and sixty-two backers. I mean, that's pretty remarkable. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I mean, I'm really happy with all the like people that got, came in in the beginning, and they were super stoked about the project. We have a lot of new fans on our Discord, just talking to people all the time about the project. But like, of course, 
uh, Kickstarter is a fickle thing. You don't always mm-hmm. kind of get uh, through, and uh, it's fine. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> it's like we're gonna pull through and kind of continue on. So it's just gonna take a little longer than we planned. So, and uh, for everyone that is watching. Uh, right here is uh, where you can wishlist it. You could also download the demo for free and play. How long is that demo? I only had a chance to play just a little taste of it, but uh, how long can people expect it to, to be? I mean, for one session, uh, it's like an hour, hour and a half. Wow, but, that's not bad. But uh, like you can replay it because the, the map is structured in like different paths you can go because mm-hmm. that's kind of how the game is. You, you we've chopped the, the story up into pieces so you can experience the game in different ways depending on which way you walk around the map so and you can't backtrack that's the thing like you can just walk ahead because your your goal is to get to the west market state okay so yeah so you're just traversing the map and kind of finding new things new characters new new abilities and stuff like that along the road so, yeah. so explain how these different phases during the card game goes like yeah. let's kind of start breaking down a little bit of of how this works so, so the game is, is chopped up into phases and turns so a turn is when you use a card uh, on the board uh, then everything kind of moves downward as a conveyor belt sort of and uh, the bottom is basically the bottom so once the cards come to the bottom they add up so numbers add up you your goal is to kind of manipulate the cards that are going down to get those numbers on the bottom uh and phases are basically once you've ended your uh, ended your amount of turns you have uh, they're based on the item you bring into combat so some items have more turns some items have less turns that's how we balance the easy and hard items and stuff like that uh, so once you hit end of your turn, the phase ends and you use whatever you have stored in your action that is like up to the left. Um, and then you, you attack basically, and then you, a new phase starts and you That's go awesome. on with this till enemy dies or you die. <laughs> <So> <laughs> hopefully you kill the enemy first. So. I mean, right. the enemy has its own time and turn counter up to the right. So you kind of need to keep track on that. So mm-hmm. they have different abilities and attacks uh, depending on who you're meeting. But yeah. So what are some of the different influences you guys, uh, you know, drew from when creating this game? Oh, so many. Uh, like first and foremost, I'm a big D&D fan. So I'm playing a lot of D&D. Uh, the Persona thing is kind of my simplification of the D&D rule set with uh, how you level up and all that stuff uh, because I'm kind of, I want to make it easier for players to kind of get into and go through everything. Um, also, uh, we have skill checks in dialogues. So you like once you meet a character, like encounter an obstacle, like we have a broken bridge in the demo. So you can have like 50% chance to clear the gap or fall down. <laughs> but that's also dependent on what persona points you spend on which one, because body is kind of the physical aspects. So if you're jumping a bridge, you need more body points to clear the gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're doing an investigation, you need more mind points for that. And if you're kind of doing charisma kind of checks, like, trying to talk to someone or something like that, then soul points are better for that. 
So you can't get all of them, but you can always kind of mix and match, kind of train, train to hone that. So what, what's, you know, the next step for you guys? Uh, you know, if the Kickstarter doesn't fund, you know, where, where are you guys going next? And what's the best way for people to, to stay up to date with, you know, how they can support this project? Yeah, well, the next plan is to kind of make a plan on what to do after the Kickstarter. But like uh, once we have that, it's just basically finishing the game. Uh, it's going to take a couple months. <laughs> I uh, can't really say what release date it's going to be now that the Kickstarter is not going to go full through. So uh, we're going to announce that later. Like uh, if people are interested, then ju just join our Discord. It's on the bottom of the, the Kickstarter page with links uh or the twitter i'm quite often on twitter so it's like the those two are the easiest way to get a hold of us we're on the steam forums as well if anybody wants to kind of go that route uh so yeah we're quite easy to reach so some awesome uh rewards though here i you know the poster <laughs> and the shirt and uh, I, yeah. I really like the deck collection booklet as well yeah it makes me sad with like the physical stuff because it's always nice with the physical mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah well it is what it is so but like some some aspects like the art book is going to be made e e even if we're not gonna finish the kickstarter because i i'm a stickler for <laughs> art books like i, I love those uh mm -hmm. and also everybody says i have to do it so i can't really say no uh you said there's different ways to play it too right yeah, yeah, you can play it several times and get a different uh, experience every time. Like, uh, because you have different routes to go, you have different personas to play with, so you can kind of mix and match. And also, mm -hmm. items are randomized, so you don't have always the same items on every route. Uh, cards are also in the merchant random, so you don't always get the same cards every time. Uh, so yeah, and like the game is fully voiced as well, so that's uh, that's a thing I'm really proud of. <laughs> No, yeah, so, I really like that. Uh, and the voice acting is good. It's not just voice acting to have voice acting. It's it's like very distinctive voices. It's my passion project when it comes to like, I, I love uh, audiobooks and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it's like, it, this is the way I want to make an audiobook, basically. So it's like a dramatization <laughs> of some sort. Oh, that's awesome. So Martin, what's next for you in 2023? You know, outside of this card game. Hold on one second. Oof, yeah. Sorry, Spirits. we live on a busy a busy road. My apologies. So, well, Martin, what's next for you in uh, 2023 outside of this card game? You know, what are you guys up to next? Well, finishing the game. That's like the main <laughs> focus. Uh, I still have Gremlin stuff to kind of do, but uh, that's on the back burner for now because uh, this is kind of my main focus at the moment. Oh, Can't I got really you. do too much because I don't want to burn out. Mm -hmm. So for anyone out there uh, interested in getting into any uh, indie games, what would be the biggest piece of advice you would have for them to kind of help them just get jump-started in their, in their search into where to begin? Oh, that's, uh, that's a very broad question because everybody's different. Like some people are good at art already or some are really good with the technical aspects. Some people don't really know where to start. Uh, I would just say uh, YouTube is a great source of information for beginners. I think that's a great way to start. If you're curious, just check out Unity or Unreal, like videos about them. Uh, maybe take a course in something. Uh, but like, just make something is a good uh, first step because uh, you 
you're not going to make your magnum opus the first time around. So mm -hmm. better just do like Pong or something basic and then <laughs> expand from that and make something more advanced afterwards because you have to kind of start somewhere. Some awesome advice. Thank you so much for swinging by and breaking down this awesome indie game. It's always a pleasure to, to get uh, the opportunity to talk games. You know, I'm trying to branch more and more into that medium. So thank you. Uh, for this opportunity once again everyone watching right here is the link be sure to get on steam and wishlist it uh and be sure to check out that kickstarter to sign up for their dicks uh, discord so you can stay up to date with what they're doing next uh, with that being said it is time for us to wrap up i hope you all have a lovely monday but most importantly guys keep it geekly <laughs>